What's good, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Producers Podcast. My name is John Simmer. I am the producer of Shalareth and Evans and Chad and Nate in the mornings, and I am joined by... KJ here. I am the producer of The Drive. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen some of the goofy antics I've gotten into. So, uh, yeah. Nice, man. Well, how you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Yeah. Uh, it's another episode, and honestly, man, it's... Uh, it's one of those situations where I'm not just glad to be here, but I'm glad to be able to sit down and record on uh, a, a very, a very uh, controversial topic that is uh, kind of come to the surface that we'll get to a little bit later. Yeah, I I don't know if it's that controversial, but it know. sure it does get a lot ass. of reaction. Um, that's for sure, and uh, we'll dive into that in just a moment. Um, but first, when I host. I actually think this is the first like episode that's going up that I've hosted, but I like to ask everyone before we start moving forward, and you don't have to answer now, because it's kind of a question you got to chew on a little bit, all right? But okay. by the end of the pod, I'll ask you your answer. If you had one album to listen to for the rest of your life, that's it. You get one album, one music album. What would it be and why? You don't have to answer that now. You can answer it at the end of the pod. But give just kind of think about it a little bit, and okay. I'll, I'll get your answer um, towards the end. But as yeah. you did say, you know, we uh, there is a topic you use the word controversial. Uh, it definitely gets the uh, the juices flowing in most people, and it's been kind of a topic of uh, conversation for I've seen on social media probably at least the last couple of years, yeah. um, and then it's obviously really picked up steam with. Um, the new ownership, and then uh, most recently the introductory press conference from uh, Damani Leach, the new president of the Broncos, and that's uh, whether or not the Broncos should get new jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just ask you straight up, first and foremost, do you like the Broncos jerseys just how they are now? I do like the Broncos jerseys. Um, I am a fan particularly of their orange and white color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's that's classic. I think it it just breeds Broncos. Um, it's it's one of those outfits that I think screams current, but it also screams like, hey, you know, this is what the Broncos are not just made of, but this is who they are. Mm. Um, it's that color scheme, and then I I know a lot of people are a little against the way that the navy blue color scheme looks now compared to the way it used to look like the the retro navy, like the one right, from the, the powder night. blue kind yeah, yeah, of style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like the the John Elway. Like I know a lot of people around here really love that, yeah. And I know they've kind of altered that a little bit over the years, but I I personally think you know that the navy blue they have now isn't bad. Now, if you're asking me which one would I prefer, I would obviously prefer the retro, right? Because I I think there's something classic and something that's eccentric about it that I honestly don't get from the one that they have now. Sure. So. Uh, my favorite color scheme right now is the orange on white, and um, I, I I think there's something classic and something smooth and silky, but also something that like screams, you know, past, present, and future with that particular color scheme. Now, and th- is that the uh, the away jerseys? You're yeah, referring uh, yeah, to? yes, I think that is. Yeah, because I, I, I would actually agree. I think those are of the the two, you know, just the regular set, which is the home. Orange tops, 
white pants, and then the aways, which are basically all white yeah. with like blue accents. Um, I think the whites are better. Kind of mm. a bit like kind of a controversial take, I guess. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the orange jerseys. Wow. Now I can wow. under I I I get the appeal of like the brand of like orange is associated with the Broncos. Right. You have the orange crush defense and all those things. So I don't know. It's not that I don't like the orange. I just think the jerseys could be a little better, I guess. Um, just more visually appealing. <sighs> okay, okay. I love the blues, the Navy blues back when they were just like Navy blue top, Navy blue bottom. We wore them a lot with Peyton. Yeah. yeah. We actually wore those. I feel like I don't know this for a fact, but it feels like, we wore those most in like primetime games yeah. than just like the regular uh, orange jerseys at the time um, when it was home. Like I know the 49ers, we wore them where DeMarcus Ware did that like crazy like half spin move on Joe Staley. I think when Peyton broke the um, or passed for like over 500 yards or broke the TD record, he was wearing them. Um, you just go and look at highlights and they're always in the blues. So yeah, I, I think the Navy blues are the cleanest of what they have now. Um, but yeah, I think there's something, you know, it's just kind of like, and not even in sports, but just kind of just in general, the way that like retro always comes back and is a little more trendy. Yeah. Um, it always turns out that way, but yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the powder blues. I would always prefer like the, uh, the old school D the old school Denver D with the horse inside of it over what they have now. I don't think what they have now is necessarily bad. There's nothing wrong inherently with any of like the logo or the jerseys or anything like that, except maybe that they're out to they're out of date. Right. Since it's been since ninety seven since they even got New Jersey. So that would be like the one argument for it. Yeah, for sure. Um I don't think there's any issue with it. And I think that's you know, they've been around for twenty plus years. That's they've kind of stood the test of time in terms yeah. of like you know, fashion, I guess, or like NFL norm um, in terms of fashion. So I don't think there's anything wrong with them. They don't need a change. It would just be a welcomed change to um, to just see something new, especially since we have so much newness already. Right, with a GM, right. ownership, quarterback, head coach. Yeah. Why not do jerseys as well? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's a fantastic point you brought up there. I think there has been a lot of change. And, you know, it's a lot easier oftentimes to kind of just get stuck with the retro, just say, ah, oh, we'll just roll with the retro. We'll kind of just keep it as is. We don't want to upset the fan base too much. And I get that. But, you know, um, for those who were not able to hear the Damani uh, Leach press conference, uh, Greg Penner answered the question and he said uh, that there's a lot of opinion about it within the fan base. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I haven't really, t you know, like taken time to really like, you know, kind of get my hands wrapped around you. And I think what he's saying is he understands that what you just said, John, that these uniforms have stood the test of time thus far. Right. And he doesn't want to come in and upset the fan base. He wants to get a lay of the land first. So I think that's important to understand because sometimes we can be so ready for change that we – fail to appreciate what the what the original uh jerseys or or the the jerseys of this era were able mm -hmm. to kind of give us so many memories that were left and you laid out some of those memories under Peyton and 
there was some memories, if I'm not mistaken, when the um when the Broncos were on their run to the championship, they got put out in the AFC championship game, but when they were on their run back in 2006, I want to say. With Plummer? And, yes. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, Navy Blue was kind of the theme then. Yep. And so there are so many moments between the Navy Blue and the White that a lot of people say were probably the cream of the crop moments. And then some people say, well, don't forget this moment with the orange. All of it honestly works together. And the question would be what either would be added and or taken away to either enhance or to kind of like begin a shift in a new direction. That's probably the question that I think a lot of fans wonder because sometimes you look at the color scheme. Now you look at what it used to be and you wonder like, what can you build upon it? Like, you know, um, we joked about it one day on the drive, you know, a lot of these teams have created alternate uniforms, Mm. you know, within the last, however many years right, they have become like, the like color rush and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And, and we, we got a joke on, on the drive where we're like, Hey man, these look like college uniforms. And we joke that way because it's like, what's too much. Right. Um, and so I think whomever would spearhead that for the Broncos would have to ask themselves what's too much and what's too little. Sure. I think that's a good point. I think the majority, the vast majority of the fan base would say, you don't need to completely revamp the color scheme. Right. You don't need to completely revamp the logo. I think about 99% would want to go back to the old Denver D. It's just yep. such a slick look. It is, um, man. It's smooth. But when it comes to comes to the color scheme and the jersey itself, I don't really think anyone is asking for, for a full revamp. It's just more of pay homage to the past, which is like, you know, with the powder blues and still keep the main component, which is orange, right. maybe just not as much as a, like a, cause I, the orange isn't necessarily highlighter, but just tone it down maybe a little, or maybe even look at a little darker or make it just kind mm. of accent. So compliment okay. to compliment the powder blue, I think really, cause I mean, if you think about, you know, kind of a, the orange that we have now to be complimented with a powder blue would be fire. So I don't yeah, I think sure. you already have the color scheme in place. It would be just like not a total revamp but just kind of a changing you you pay homage to the past with a little bit of like modern um flair to it. Right, right. So that's that's basically where I sit with that. And when you say um cuz you're right, you kind of uh, referenced, I think it was 2006, which I think you are right. That was a the year they just got pummeled by the um, Steelers and Big Ben at home mm-hmm. in the uh, AFC yeah. Championship. But um, in 97 was the last time they got their like new uniform template, right. is the wording was. We talked about that. But Andrew Mason put up um, an article on DenverFan.com that I thought was really interesting. And it was just some of the initial reaction at the time back in 97 to the uniforms. The first person he quotes is Mike Kliss of the Colorado Springs Gazette saying the Broncos don't have new uniforms, new home uniforms. Owner Pat Bolin had someone steal them from the Chicago Bears equipment room. Mm. Another one from the Los Angeles Times ran a photo with a caption, Bronco bust question mark. The Louis... 
Uh, I don't know. Louisville or Louisville? I'm going to assume it's Louisville since Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Courier June Journal, Pat Ford described the uniforms as something better suited for arena ball and had murder tradition. Wow. And then a poll of about 5,000 locals responded. This was uh, made by the Denver Post. Responded a whopping 76% hated the uniforms. Mm. So even though, you know, if we were to get new new uniforms, and I think the knee-jerk reaction wouldn't be that quite extreme. You're right, exactly. But but at the same time, you know, change kind of, especially change like this seems to be, you have to kind of wait and see with it. Right. Um, And again, I'm kind of surprised that that it was reacted that negatively. But maybe again, on the flip side, that's that's just another example of, how much the old jerseys with the powder blues and the Denver logo, the D logo and things like that were so beloved. Right. That if you were to go back with that, you can't really screw it up unless you like, again, try to revamp it. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I, I, I I think another thing there that really hit me when you were reading that is change then brought about conflict change now will also bring about conflict and i think the biggest thing is under this new regime they can't be afraid to make the necessary changes that need well, to be made well i don't made. think they are either they uh, sound, i, I they don't think so at all pretty either. bullish on like <laughs> on change right you know? and, and so i think the biggest thing about that is how they go about that change but change seems to be coming especially and it almost sounds like you new uniforms are gonna happen. Uh, yeah, um, at some point. And now I'm not even talking. Maybe not one, two, three years down the road. It might be a little bit. Um, but the fact that you know, in um, Leach's presser, he's talking about uh, specifically when they're talking about the jerseys, things of like you know, fans' taste change and evolve. And he was using a lot of these words that insinuate you know, change is coming. And yeah. um, which I'm, which I'm okay with, just as long as they don't butcher too. But to your point as well, when you talk about all these, you know, color rush uniforms and these alternate uniforms, a lot of them, I would actually tend to agree. At the top of my head, I don't really like none. Really come to mind where I'm like, wow, those are awful. Right. Um, except I don't like the Broncos, um, like uh, color rush jerseys that they have now, which are like all navy blue, including the helmet, and it yeah. does include the Denver D. But it's just all navy blue from head to it's like not even navy blue. It's like way darker than it's almost like a like a deep royal blue. I think those are awful. I hate the color rush jerseys that the Broncos have. So there is a point of that's like if you were to take now, granted again, it's a new regime, new ownership, but like the most recent, you know, example we have of new jerseys, in my opinion, are the worst jerseys that the Broncos have ever donned outside of obviously like the AFL ones that are like a custard and Brown. Yeah. Um, but obviously we wouldn't, ne- we would never go back to those. So, but it is kind of interesting and to kind of segue into, and I don't want to dive too much into this cause it's honestly a top, another topic for another day. But when you say, you know, change brings on, what was the terminology ter- terminology used when uh, referring to when we were talking about the, yeah, change, the change brings the about conflict. Yeah. So conflict, that was a word. So I think that mostly pertains to stadium 
conversation. Oh, it's because okay. that if you want to talk about a controversial topic, especially within the fans, it's a new stadium because a new stadium is usually assimilated with completely moving out of downtown. Uh, yeah, whether it be near the airport or I don't know. I've always said like somewhere in like Commerce City or somewhere, you know, because if you don't. It wasn't very long ago. It was like, what, not even a year ago, eight months ago, yeah. when uh, they were trying to move Ball Arena out there. Um, I think there were reports that they were trying to move the Nuggets and Abs out to uh, Commerce City, or at least looking into the land out there. So it's yeah, not a crazy but you idea. know it was a lot more politics to it than Sure, than right. A, you yeah. just kind of put that out there. But, right. I mean, the fact that it was even put out there, though. Um, so, But when you say conflict, immediately what went to my, my brain was... Um, was the stadium talking again? That'll just have to be because that's a whole nother can of worms that we'll uh, we'll dive into in another episode. Yeah. Um, but it also means so all this jersey discussion. If you can't remove your bias, where would you rank the Broncos jerseys just as they are right now? As they are right and now, and you don't have to be like twentieth, third, or whatever. Just like. You know, upper tier, middle tier, lower tier. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, ranking them right now. Um, so so let let me kind of give the the listeners a little bit of the criteria that I'm taking into account here. Uh, something that establishes with the fan base. Uh, something. Well, not even that. Just from a visual perspective. Oh, just from a visual yeah, perspective. So okay, like, okay. 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 What's in that upper tier? What's in that lower uh, tier? What's in the middle tier? And where would you put the Broncos? Okay, okay. Just off pure visual, yeah. not taking into consideration no, all of that other just stuff. Just off pure um, visual, yeah. Okay. Um, just off of pure visual, I would probably say middle tier, but upper middle tier. Okay. So um, I think there are a couple of other color schemes that I personally think mm-hmm. are a little bit better overall. Than, so you're from Louisiana, correct? Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Um, so basically the team down there is the Saints. If you were to like yeah. choose an NFL team, uh-huh. um, do you like the Saints uniform? I do like the Saints uniform. Do you rank them higher than the Broncos? I would. Okay. Cause I don't think the Saints, the Saints are a perfect example of something, a color scheme that's pretty generic, black and gold, with a little bit of white. Yeah, and they haven't changed their jerseys much, and I think I think the same thing. I think they're super sleek. Yeah, so, I think and so super, as well. And but I would put them above the Broncos. Yeah, in terms of just visual, I think some of the coolest jerseys in the NFL. Obviously, I like the the Chargers' new ones are all right, but like the old powder blue Chargers when they had like Reebok um, as a sponsor back then. I think a lot of people think those are some of the best jerseys, um, like of all time across all sports. <laughs> I would agree. I think those jerseys are some of the best. Yeah. Um, I, and then I now I really like the Ravens. I'm a big purple guy. Um, so, like, the Vikings I think are pretty decent. But the okay. Ravens, to me, are some of, like, the best jerseys in the NFL. Now, that purple and uh, black with, like, the gold tint just does it for me. Yeah. Now, I am a fan of a little team right outside of Pittsburgh. So, um, it's going to be hard for me to agree with you in regards yeah, to the Ravens. But, I mean – Taking all biased out of it, I mean, they definitely have some sleek uniforms. I mean, w- you know, we just got done talking about the conversation with the Broncos of like how those jerseys and those color schemes have transcended time. Mm. They've done the same. Like yes, when Steelers. you look at the Ravens, like they had pretty much the same color scheme for the most part when they won their 2000 mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And when you look at what they have now, 
is pretty similar. And same thing I, with the Steelers, I like it, man. Yeah, Steelers is probably one of the most iconic, you know, generational, you know, color schemes, logo, all that Dude, stuff. They, yeah, I, I think like, I think once they got the logo down, uh, we're talking about something that's like 60, 70 years yeah. ago. Once they kind of got that logo formatted the way they wanted it. I think from there they were like, "This is the color scheme that represents our city, right. Steel City, and we're going to embrace this color scheme. We're going to embrace this logo." And I think, I think the Steelers understood from the beginning that if we're going to grab onto something, let's grab onto something that reminds us of us every mm. chance we get. Well, and it's a national brand too. It all it would almost feel it's like sacrilegious in a way. For oh, the yeah. Steelers just to like change their uniforms, you know. So, and I think, I think that makes a stronger case though for the Broncos in terms of they could they had they had it right they had it right originally. Yeah. And obviously, Pat Bowlin and everyone wanted to change them to to what they are now. And again, there's nothing inherently wrong with the ones that they have now. They're just not as good, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, I would. I would assume as well, just not as good as old retro ones. Like for whatever reason, the eighties and nine, like the nineties in basketball, and the eighties in football, just were like the peak of jerseys. Right? You know? Yeah. I mean? No, for sure. Um. So yeah, I so I just to kind of summarize, I guess I wouldn't be mad if they stayed with the same jerseys. I don't think they will, though. I think it's inevitable. Change is going to happen, and if they did. Don't completely try to revamp everything. Pay enough homage to the old um, with, you know, kind of sticking with at least, like I said, in that would, the term that was used in uh, Mace's article, the same template. Yeah. You know, that's still blue, some sort of blue, hopefully powder blue with white and orange accent. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree, man. I, I think they understand that there's a lot of rich um, history that comes with the Broncos and Anybody who's been a part of the Broncos organization or who's been around the Broncos for any amount of time mm. know that they're a Class A organization. I mean, we're talking about top tier for sure. And I think they're so iconic that whatever changes they make in regards to the the jerseys and things uh, within that same stratosphere, I think they would first probably ask the people who have been there a while Hey, what do you think about this? Uh, would this be too much? And then I think they would probably do a test run first to kind of well, see but... what the fans would like. Because I think I think it's ultimately going to be what would the fans like draw close to. But can you really trust the fans? Because in uh, 1997, I, if well, you did that same thing, you wouldn't have the jerseys that we have now, right? Ah, uh, that, that's that's true. But it at least gives you a pulse of would it be worth the risk? And I think... I don't really I, think they care. Oh, well, I, well, that's a totally different conversation. I mean, if they if they don't care, then they're going to try... Then they're going to change more things than we probably want to give them credit for at this current moment. I just don't... Well, just in the sense of, like, I just don't think... Maybe not care is the right... Um, the correct, like, way to frame it. It's more... I don't think... I don't know how much they would believe in like focus grouping uniforms, you yeah. know? Um, now maybe teams like the Falcons and the Jaguars should have done that. But again, those are 
bottom tier organization. So right. if we're talking about the Broncos here, and these are all not to mention these are all incredibly smart individuals who are like very business savvy or right. in Leach's um circumstance, he's been in the league office for years upon years. So it's not like they're all just brand new or don't know what they're doing in terms of like coming in here and they would like rebrand. Right. Um, so I think, you know, kind of adding all the things of like the business savvy of like the Penners and maybe the Waltons, um, even though the Waltons kind of seem more of just kind of like a, a name to associate with. And then kind of like his own, his outside businesses help fund the main business. That exactly. Is the Broncos. Yep. Um, but you combine like that with, you know, some of the, the acumen from, you know, even Sir Lewis Hamilton, who's, you know, an active Formula One racer, right. but he's still an active athlete. So, yeah. like, you just kind of have, like, all these different perspectives, I think, upon business, league office, current athletes. We even have, like, former politicians, you know, or in uh, Condoleezza Rice. So, yeah. I, think, I think that there's enough smart minds in there that um, that they'll do it right. So, to say... That they don't care about the fan base is not what I'm necessarily trying to say. Is I just think that they'll they have enough confidence in themselves that they'll do enough like they'll do what they think is right by the fan base, right? And I think they'll nail it. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And this next question I I, I want to pose. I don't want it to come off as sounding ignorant or anything sure. like that. Um, first off, let me start by saying that I think the Broncos have done a fantastic job of creating a diverse, passionate, and well-rounded group of individuals within their brass and also in the front office. But I would then go on to wonder, because that portion of it is so strong and so tight-knit, how much would they value the players and the coaches' opinions knowing that players come and go, coaches come and go? I I think the bottom line is how can they maximize profit. Right. Okay. So okay. I don't know the answer to that. Um but what I feel pretty confident in is what they're not going to just try to like because what's okay, from a business perspective, what's the only motivation to make new jerseys? They don't want to get new jerseys to make us look good on the field, it's money. Yeah. They want to they bring in new money. And I think also Mike brought up a good point. Mike Evans brought up a really good point this morning. It also kind of creates like that new generation of Broncos fans where it's like, this is our era. You right. Because right? like we had it. Um, we're around the same age. I was born in 92. So 97 was kind of around that time obviously i was still only five years old but if you grew up a football lifer yeah that was like what you grew up with is the jerseys we have now right now who's to say you know you change jerseys in a couple years the people who are a little younger the next generation of broncos fans are going to grow up with those jerseys like the guys like the generation in the 80s grew up with old mile high stadium and those jerseys so i think it's more of a strategic maximize profit idea Uh more than it is to like look good on the field or appease fans. And that might sound a little dark. I'm not trying to make that sound like, you know, negative in any way. I just think that's the business aspect of 
why you would make new jerseys. Yeah, for sure, man. And and I know we're going to get ready and land a plane here soon. But I'll just say it like this. I know that their ultimate motivation is not to appease necessarily the fans and necessarily well, so the too, players. Because they are know? the customer, customer ultimately. Yeah. But the, the kickstarting idea would be like, you know, how do we maximize what we got here? Right, you know? for sure. And, and I think, you know... And I guess when I say appease, I mean, like, not, like, bow down to ultimately. You know what right. I mean? And so my biggest thing is they know that there's a product that has to be created. They also understand that there's a product that they, to your point, want to create as well. Mm-hmm. And what does that need to look like for the longevity of the Broncos? Well, you kind of continue to look at what you have in-house and then you kind of look at what the trajectory was for certain organizations who have done it within the last decade or so. Right. Was it negative? Was it positive? Well. Yeah. yeah, you know, ask ask the other owners, you know, what, what's been your profit in that regards, uh, despite the on-field, sure. you know, product. And right. so you can get a landscape of what's to come. You can get a lay of the land in regards to what to expect. And it kind of help you not make the same mistakes. I think one other thing that has to be considered, the reason I brought up the diverse, passionate, and well-rounded group originally is because the Walton Penner group, they're not like football heads like some owners right. are. And they have the business side covered, but also understanding the logistics of football and understanding the mindset of football fans and players is going to be super important in whatever changes they decide to make going forward. Right, well, and I think that's why they put people in place like Leach, um, George Payton, they've empowered people like that is that they know that they don't know. They know what they don't know, right? And they've put people in place to help facilitate, um, you know, help with business decisions like that. So right. I think um, ultimately we are we are in good hands just overall. I feel really, really positive about um, just kind of everything that's going on with the Broncos. For sure. Um, especially given the last six years. But even taking the last six years out of con- context, or not out of context, just removing it from from the situation, I still re- feel really, really positive about where this team is going. And that's because I'm completely open to change. Um, Same here. So, and I know a lot of old, you know, as you put, you said football heads, but a lot of old heads, a lot of Broncos, older fans, might be a little more resistant to change, and I understand that too. I understand yeah. why you wouldn't want to stray from tradition if it's worked. Right. Um, I'm a little more in the you don't have to always forget about tradition, but you can't always stay stagnant. And you you know being being diverse and being uh, flexible in your business model and business plan always seems like a good move to me. I'm no businessman myself, but that sounds um, that sounds good. So we only have a couple minutes left here. And um, before before I ask, do you collect jerseys or anything like that? I do not, man. I no. am not a big uh, jersey collector. I Neither mean, am I. if it's one of those situations where if it's gifted to me, or if I'm if I have like a extra, you know, few hundred dollars that I was probably gifted <laughs> right. along the way, I'll probably like, okay, sure. I'll I mean, jerseys jersey are expensive here. now, man. They are, like, man. Legitimate jersey, I think, is like a hundred to one hundred and ten base. And it's like 130, 140 after tax, something like that. I haven't bought a jersey in a really long time, so I wouldn't know. But it's it's up there. Um, yeah, man, it's expensive it's crazy. for a jersey, which is hey, more power to you. Second question, off the top of your head, favorite non-football jersey 
of all time? Favorite non-football jersey of all time, man. Ah, uh, and I mean, it's tough. I mean, okay. Well, you think about it. I'll give you mine. Okay. Vancouver Grizzlies, old like the Mike Bibby jerseys. Mm, oh, um, okay. Did Bibby play for the? I think he did. But it was like when they were in Vancouver, they had the big like grizzly bear. I think there's like he was like slashing a basketball in the middle was their logo. They have like the crazy like embroidering on um like the shoulders and like the sides. Vancouver Grizzlies and they had like that teal green. Yeah. That did it for me, man. So the the old school Vancouver Grizzly jerseys are like one of my favorite jerseys of all time. Hands down. Hey, I I feel you on that. I now that I think about it, man, that that was a, a dope jersey and um I think I think the Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys don't get enough credit. I mean, because their color scheme and, and it changed a little bit once they got the Memphis, but like Memphis does a pretty good job now of like implementing the retro when they can. And, yeah, they have they have those jerseys. Yeah. like in in modern and also obviously like the Raptors jerseys. That's what I was just Carter. about to go to. Yeah, yeah that Vince, Vince Carter jersey, that all white Vince Carter jersey, man. That's uh, the dopest logo uh, of all time. That's my favorite logo of all time with the. Little uh, like Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, dude, that that jersey, it has iconic moments attached to it. But like when you think about the white, to your point, with the dinosaur in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you know, uh, I think they had one with just the white, and then they had one with the stripes at, mm-hmm. at one point in time. I think both versions were just yep. off the charts, and I, I I liked it because it screamed classic, but it's it's it screamed like just smooth something that you just knew that like no matter what you did with it 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 almost wasn't a pair of pants that didn't go with something like Mm -hmm. that unless it was just like orange or some crazy color like that but it was it was a jersey that it felt good it looked good um it was something that a lot of people wanted and it it was great on the eyes as well as being great on the soul in regards to (laughs) when you when you wear it it just feels good make you feel good yeah and then uh, again, I'm a sucker for purple. So yeah, <laughs> that's another another example why. All right, so before we wrap up here, album, one album, one album you can listen to the rest of your life. Only one, all the tracks. You can shuffle it. You can listen to it all three through. But one album. Oh, okay, okay. Um, let me ask you this: Are, are mixtapes included? Sure. Okay. If if mixtapes are included, I feel like you're kind of limiting yourself on that. Hey, I, it's all good, man. Yeah. If mixtapes are included, let's go with "What a Time to Be Alive" by Drake and Future. All right, I'll have to listen to that. I'm not a big Drake fan. I'm also not a big Future fan. Either, I got you. I, I don't got listen you. to a lot of uh, Atlanta hip hop. Um, I listen to like a lot of old West Coast stuff. So yeah, no, um, I'm the same way, man. Uh, but I, I'll have to listen to that because oh yeah, I do have a little bit of Drake. I will admit in my uh, in my workout playlist. So. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's dope, man. All right, man. Well, until next time. Again, this was another episode. What about you, though? My, oh, hey. mine's. I say it all the time. Mine's um, toxicity system of a down. Okay, it's all like right. it's pro one of the best like new metal albums, if not the best of all time. Front to fin, like front to back, can listen to it all day, and it's probably a bad thing, but it's more relevant now. In just like what they're talking about, yeah. Than it was even when it was made back then, which is probably indignant of some pretty uh, down bad times we are in our society, <laughs> but, right? But I digress. So again, another episode of the Producers Podcast in the books. Again, John Simmer, KJ, yes, sir. It was fun, man. Until hey, next likewise. time.
We'll catch you all in the next episode. Peace.